0: Hello, and welcome to Amazing Tales of the Atlantic, the podcast. It's an old-timey radio play anthology series for modern-timey ears. I'm the show's creator, Sam McDonald. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, every two weeks we'll be bringing you a new installment of one of the three ever-evolving tales featuring uh, Atlantic Canadian characters in various just wild-as-hell scenarios. Uh, today's episode is the final episode of our <laughs> Christmas in March event, which, as, uh, I'm sure you can tell, uh, we had some issues with since we're releasing this one in June. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we, we had to have a bit of a delay, uh, you know, life and, uh, technology get in the way sometimes, you know, I have a, uh, a wedding coming up, so, uh, you know, uh, been having to spend some time on that, and then, uh, my computer busted, you know, it's just, uh, life, oh, am I right? Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> we have, uh, three more tales coming at ya after this one, uh, past that point, uh, we're not quite sure what we're gonna be doing with the show, but, I, I gotta tell you, these next three episodes, uh, well, four, including this one, um, are just some of my absolute favorites that we've ever done. And I'm very excited to share these with you. Um, anyways, folks, anyways, um, thank you, uh, for, for having so much patience. I know that, uh, uh some of you out there have been really, uh, clamoring for, uh, so, some new episodes. So, um, thank you for sticking with us. And, um, boy, it, it has, uh, been a, been a hard time. We had some hard times, uh, backs backstage, so to speak with the, uh, the live shows and the podcasts, so we had to go on hiatus for a little bit. But uh, you know, it's it's great to be back, and uh, hopefully, we can still we can get back to making these regularly. And um, uh, once again, uh, you alls support has just been uh, fantastic, and uh, couldn't do it without you. Anyways, I'm gonna stop getting sappy here. And uh, we're going to get to our episode Uh, this week. We have a fun Anne of the Green Planet take on a courtroom drama titled, Are You There, Santa? It's me, Gilbot. This beauty was recorded live and socially distanced on December 23rd, 2020, at The Guild in beautiful Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, Canada. It also just so happened to be presented by The Guild. Thanks, The Guild. Uh, this one's written by me, Sam McDonald, Ryan Glant, Cassinda Bulger, and Sam White. Boy, you're, you're in store for for real treat here. So without further ado, let's get to
1: the show, eh? And now, settle into your space seats for tonight's final amazing holiday tale. An inquisitive human orphan named Anne from the planet Nova Nova Scotia has lived a tumultuous life. Moving from horrible home to horrible home across the cosmos, she has always dreamed of adventure among the stars and a safe place to call home. She finds one and a half of those things when she is taken in by sibling scientists on the space station Avonlea, which orbits planetoid P3i. Along the way, she makes many new friends such as the ever charming Gilbot, who is definitely a real human teen boy, this is Anne of the Green Planet. Tonight's joyous journey is titled, Are You There, Santa? It's me, Gilbox!
2: not want to breathe too deeply when that stuff is falling. And for the love of God, don't be cute and catch the flakes on your tongue.
3: I wish I had known that two days ago. Eh,
2: yeah, you'll be fine. Nothing I've made has killed you so far.
3: Well, I'm just so happy to get to finally have my own family Christmas. One of the families I used to work for would lock me in a storage room and make me string popcorn on garlands with a dull needle for days on end. But thankfully, I was able to sneak a handful of popcorn or two a day and keep my strength.
4: Oh, girl, we're going to have to get you a therapist one of these days.
3: Oh, hi, Diana. I haven't seen you in days. When you got installed in my head, I thought I would see you all the time.
4: Yeah, sorry, girl. I needed to take some me time, you know? I love you, but sharing a mind and body can make a lady feel a little caged in, you know?
2: I can understand that. This one time, Is this going to be another sad story about your life that you somehow think is fun and relatable? Maybe. I think we're good, then.
4: I hate to agree with Marilla, old sourpuss here, but yeah, I think we are good. No need to bring down the holiday spirit.
3: <laughs> okay, no stories about my life. It's a good thing that I am, in fact, overflowing with Christmas cheer then.
5: Happy Merry Christmas, everyone! <laughs> yes, yeah, season's greetings, everyone!
3: Gilbot, Matthew, Merry Christmas! Okay, we're all here.
2: Let's get this underway. There's only so much cheer a body can stand.
5: Yes! Gilbot cannot wait to be showered with gifts from Santa! I have been a very good and very real human boy this year. (laughs) Santa. Yeah,
4: what an outdated
6: concept. (laughs) I remember when kids used to believe in Santa back when Marilla and I were young. Uh, Thankfully, we've uh, moved past that.
3: As you know, I am very given to whimsical thinking, and even I don't think of Santa at Christmas time.
5: But. But. Well, if what you are saying is true, then who gives you presents every year?
2: M-
4: Matthew? Marilla? I'm an AI construct living in Anne's head?
3: I've never really had a Christmas before, so I guess no one?
5: Well, all of Gilbot's gifts come directly from the workshop of Mr. Santa Claus himself. He is very powerful and mighty. He is also an efficiency expert. He is able to visit every good child like Gilbot across the known universe in a single night. He can teleport anywhere without detection and is powered only by milk and cookies. Gilbot, do you actually think Santa is real? Of course I think Santa is real. My parents told me he is real, and they would never speak a falsehood to their sweet human baby boy. Just
4: out of curiosity, what else do you think Santa can do?
2: Yeah, come on. Tell us what you think Santa is all about.
5: Well, Gilbutt has already covered the basics. Hmm. What else? Well, he is a bit of a showman, even though he never wishes to be seen. That is why he uses his godlike powers to imbue his reindeers with flight. Okay. I do not know if you know this, but reindeers do not normally fly. Where, where, Gilbat? <laughs> he is able to read the hearts and minds across the cosmos at all times. Just before Christmas time, he assesses the deeds of all children that year and hands down his judgment in the form of gifts tailored to each child. Good children, like Gilbot, get their heart's desires and bad children get coal picked from the very heart of hell, a warning of where they might end up should they continue their wicked ways. That got unexpectedly dark there. Santa is also very humble and shares his holiday with his son, the sweet baby space Jesus, who was born in a stellar nursery on Christmas Day. Wait, what? I was still processing the hell coal part, but that
2: took a hard turn. Do you think that Santa is some sort of cosmic
5: space god? <laughs> ha ha, Marilla. I think that Santa does not like to put labels on things. However, he does like to put labels on the gifts for good human children. Good human children like me, Gilbot! Okay, but all that aside,
6: and I ask this with no judgment, but aren't you a bit old
5: to still believe in Santa? Or gods, for that matter. Children of all ages can and should believe in Santa.
2: Okay, I've had enough of this. Santa does not exist. Do you hear me? He is not a cosmic space god. Space Jesus is not his son. Humanity stopped believing in Santa years ago. The whole concept of Santa is creepy, judgmental, and too surveillance statey.
5: Gilbot thinks that you are the one who is judgmental. I just know that Santa is real, wherever he is right now. I hope he cannot hear your... your... Blasphemy. (laughs) If only I could prove to you he is real. Oh, I know. I will make you a believer through the power of song. Oh, Gilbot's going to sing. We are in for a treat.
3: I still don't see how he could possibly be as good a singer as you all say. He really does have golden pipes.
5: Yes, very soulful. (coughs) Me, me, me oh i'm so very nervous do re mi mi re fa ti re mi me
6: <coughs> you better watch out you better not cry you better not pout i'm telling you why where's Santa that coming Claus from? is coming to town he's making a list checking it twice Better not pout. I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town. Bravo! Well done,
3: Marilla. Are you crying?
2: Shut up, pie. <clears throat> certainly am not.
6: Well, I am. That that boy has the voice of an angel
3: anyone else here? Bells? Could it be?
5: Are you going to say Santa, my boy? I was How did you know? I know everything,
6: Gilbot Blythe. I heard your beautiful singing and decided
5: to come pay you a visit. Oh my God! Santa knows who I am. No one believed me that you were real, Santa. Well, they will soon because I'm
6: here to judge humanity.
3: Hello, Mr. Santa Claus, sir?
6: Yes, Entreaties?
2: Oh, he knows your full name. He must be the real deal.
3: Yes, I was just wondering what you meant by judge humanity. I assume you mean that you will be making a list of naughty and nice children?
6: Oh, oh, oh no! I mean I'm going to stand in judgment of all of humanity, and it's many misdeeds. We will have a trial to decide if you whether you deserve to continue as a species. You've all been very naughty for a very long time, and I think you all may pose a threat to other civilizations
2: the hell are you to judge an entire species? I think we ought to just kick your jolly old ass out of here.
3: Yeah, yeah, you jerk. Oh no,
6: Santa is so scared. The mad scientist with the bad attitude is going to kick my jolly ass. Why don't you just go ahead and chill out for a little bit while I explain my jolly self? Marilla!
3: You froze Marilla!
4: She makes a great ice sculpture.
3: Not now, Diana! Will she be okay? Ho, 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 Oh, my
6: bells and buttons, yes. She'll be just fine. Santa just needed a little quiet time while he talked. Oh, now where was I? Oh, yes! As I said earlier, it was Gilbot's overwhelming belief in Santa and his beautiful song that brought me here. That in his beautiful Mm. singing voice, I am in fact the one true Santa. Or at least I am for the one true Santa for this quadrant of the universe. I belong to a race of omnipotent beings called the Santa Continuum.
3: So, you are a cosmic space god. Well...
6: Myself and the rest of the Santa Continuum have decided that humanity should be put on trial to see whether it has been naughty or nice. Now, what's going to happen is I'm going to play out a short memory from each of your lives that I believe you should be wiped from existence. Gilbot here will argue how each shows the good that exists in the human spirit, as he is the
5: best of humanity.
3: May we chime in to also plead our case?
5: Yes, Gilbot may, may be the best behaved real human boy ever, but he may still need a little help.
6: Ho, 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 ho. Sure, why not? But I will overrule and shut people's cookie holes at my own discretion. That sounds fair.
3: Can you unfreeze Marilla now, please?
6: Ho, ho, absolutely.
2: You ever pull a move like that again, I'll. Well, you, you
4: what? I love seeing bad things happen to you, Marilla, but maybe you should
6: rein it in a bit. If you don't do that again, I'm just uh, Nothing? Yeah, that's what Santa thought. Now, just let me summon a Christmas courtroom and we can get started.
5: Oh, this is a very nice courtroom, Santa. Why, thank
6: you, Gilbutt. If you're trying to score points with Santa, it is working!
3: Ah, Chuck, Santa!
6: Now, the rest of you all, sit your duffs down!
3: Oh! These chairs are actually
2: quite cozy! If we're gonna be wiped out of existence, I guess it's good we get to do it
5: in relative comfort. See, everyone? Santa is not such a bad guy after all!
6: Why, thank you, Gilbot.
5: Whose side are you on, kid? I am on the side of all good human children everywhere. Human, like me, Gilbot.
6: (laughs) If you're all done whispering amongst yourselves, let's get going and bring up our first memory. We'll start off easy. Here is a memory from Anne.
4: It's Gilbot and Anne at school. It looks like they're working on an exobiology
6: project. Could I? Now let's see the memory play out.
3: Okay, next we have to classify various plant life. Why don't you
5: bring up the first example on the screen? It looks like our first plant is the noble space carrot. (coughs) Ow! Why did you break another of Gilbot's data pads over his head? This time I did not even mention... That your hair is the exact same pigment as Space Carrot's! <laughs> Ow! Gilbot's other data pad. That time I was merely trying to explain. I was not, in fact, saying that your hair is the exact pigment of Space Carrot's! Stop saying it then! Ow! Now Gilbot has no more data pads. How is he supposed to do his schoolwork? Spinks
6: carrots. Oh, 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 my goodness, Anne. That was very naughty. But this is a very good, if mi- a bit mild example of how humanity instinctively turns to violence with only the slightest provocation. No attempts were made to talk out the problem. And no one even stopped to look when they heard such a clatter. No one came to poor Gilbot to see what was the matter.
3: Yeah, because he keeps telling me my hair looks like dirty old floating root vegetables. He does it so much that it's practically background noise in the classroom now.
4: I barely even noticed it in that memory video thingy honestly. So
3: then
6: violence is visiting upon Gilbot regularly? This is not a good look. Ho, ho, no. It is not a good look at all. Gilbot,
5: do you have
6: anything to say?
5: Yes, Your Honorable Santanis. It is true that Anne strikes me with one of my own data pads anytime I utter the S and C words. Wait, did you just call her the C word? Oh, Gilbot would never. What an awful word. Oh, 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 wait. The court would like to hear
6: what the C word is. Crumbum, your honor. Whew, that is bad. Okay, noted. Proceed.
5: Santa, as I am sure you are aware, there is a new upgraded data pad released every day. I am privileged enough to be able to upgrade to the newest, shiniest pad almost every other day, thanks to Anne. She destroys my data pads so that I may have an advantage in school. Ho, ho! Is this true,
6: Anne? Are you doing something naughty in order to do something nice? Yes? Hmm. Okay. That is an angle Santa hadn't considered.
3: Is this going well? I really can't tell.
6: Okay. Ho, 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 ho. Our next memory will be from Diana. Not
4: that I'm trying to weasel out of things, but I'm actually an AI living inside of a human. I mean, I was made by a human, but I'm not sure if humanity can be judged by me. Also, I'm space
6: Jewish, so... Oh, yes. Well, then we can move along and have a very happy space Hanukkah, by the way. Oh, thank you. So nice. Okay. Well, that brings us to a real doozy. This memory is actually two memories of a single event from both Matthew and Marilla's perspectives. Let the vision of the sugar plum double whammy dance across your heads.
2: Okay. We just need one more sample from this cave. Now, Chip that final alien artifact away from the rock wall very gently and very quietly. This tunnel looks like a cave at any moment.
5: Okay! Gilbot will use his very gentle human hands and chip at the stone! Well, that sounds
2: bad. You absolute idiot, Gilbot! You're going to bring this entire cave down on our ears!
6: Well, that sounds worse. Oh, shut up, Matthew. All right, then.
5: Yobot, you okay? My leg seems to be crushed beneath this very large rock. Oh, ow! Oh, it hurts so very much, Marilla.
2: Okay, I'm going to get you out of here, kid. Just give me a moment to dig out this early alien artifact.
5: It is okay, Marilla. Pilfering this artifact is far more important than my tender human leg.
2: Okay, got it. Now, let's see. Let's, uh, get this rock off of you.
5: Uh, there. My big, strong hero. Will you carry Gilbot? I do not think I can walk on my mangled human leg. Ugh, fine. Ugh. All right, let's
2: go. Uh, hello? I'm here, too. Oh, right. Uh, I'll be back to get you in a while. Okay, my right arm is a little mangled and a whole lot trapped. Can you, can you make it quick? Yes, Matthew, I'll be as fast as I can. You'll be fine. There's painkillers in the bag.
6: Okay, if you say so. I'll just wait here then. Hoo, hoo, hoo! And you would not return for another 16 hours.
2: Oh, it was not 16 hours.
6: Well, Santa knows all and sees all, so maybe he could be wrong. Oh, wait, no, he can't. Ass. Let's go ahead and fast forward a little bit here. There goes the last of the painkillers. Oh, I sure am getting hungry. The only thing left to eat are Marilla's eucharisps. Hold on a moment. You like eucharisps? I love them.
3: My boy
6: Space Jesus makes them, you know.
3: Your boy? Wait, is Space actually your son, like Gilbot thought?
6: Oh no, he's my boy,
3: my homie,
6: my chum. We have a monthly poker night with the other cosmic space entities. Real low stakes. The buy-in is only a nebula. Oh, so affordable. So, Marilla, what is your favorite flavor?
2: Hmm. I guess it's a tie between the uh, all-blessed and del-papal.
6: Oh, I'm a big fan of Stig marshmallow, but Santa has a bit of a sweet tooth. Oh, 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 okay, I'm so sorry for the interruption. Now back to the memory.
2: <laughs> Getting so hungry. Hello? Matthew, He's still there? Hello! Yes, I'm, I'm still trapped. Okay, I brought uh, Felgar here to help.
0: Hello, uh, Matthew. Seems like you're in a real spot.
2: Hi, Filgar. Yeah, that's uh, about the size of it. Okay, well, we'll get you out of there in no time. We just have to figure out how.
0: Yes, uh, we have to be very careful how we do this. Otherwise,
1: the whole damn thing could come down.
2: Bilgar's people make their homes out of cave system, so I figured he'd be the one to bring. Plus, he's very good with his hands.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have you out soon.
2: Well, now that you've seen the lay of the land and we know Matthew is okay, what say we uh, grab a drink and come up with a plan?
0: That sounds perfect. Uh, let's not get... Uh, too wild like last time.
2: No promises. <laughs> uh, Matthew? Yes? We're gonna go for a little bit and uh, <clears throat> hatch a plan. We'll be back soon. Don't eat all my Eucharist.
6: Okay, I promise. But there, there isn't anything else
2: to eat. I uh, couldn't make that out. Uh, see ya.
6: Stay safe, Matthew. Oh, Okay. That was a lot of tension there. And Santa isn't talking about the life or death situation.
3: Yeah, they think no
5: one notices. It's kind of cute.
4: Except it gets super uncomfortable to be around.
5: They are the universe's favorite will-they-won't-they they couple. <laughs> Anyhow, let's fast forward again.
6: This time, 20 hours. Getting weaker. Eucharist's only provide so
2: much nutrition. Hello? Matthew? Oh. We have a generator that will make a low-gravity field that will make the rocks and everything else in the cave float.
1: We'll get you out in a, in a moment.
2: Okay...
1: Okay, I have them.
2: Grab the bag and toss it to me, will you? Here you go. Hey, where the hell did my eucharists go? Did you really eat them all after you promised not to? I'm sorry. (sighs) It's fine. I guess. Sorry it took me so long to save you. You're my brother, and I love you, and I'm sorry that sometimes I don't properly show it. Oh, I'm no good at this touchy-feely stuff. Anyway, are we good? Matthew? Matthew?
0: Oh, he's uh, passed out.
2: <laughs> and
6: seen. Oh, boy, there is a lot to unpack there. Let's start from the top of Santa's list of naughties. First of all, Marilla stole an alien artifact. Humanity has a history of robbing other societies of their cultural artifacts. Very naughty. Second, Marilla left her brother alone in that spooky old cave. For almost two days. She saved me, though, Santa. Ho, ho, ho! Oh, my gracious, yes, she did. Okay, then. We will call that one a watch.
5: Thank you, Santa.
6: Finally, and perhaps most gravely, Matthew ate all of Marilla's Eucharist. After he promised her he wouldn't have any. And that is a classic bad boy move. Gilbot... The court is yours.
5: Well, Santa, (coughs) I may be a simple human boy lawyer, but I know two siblings that love and protect each other when I see them. Anne, are those two siblings that love and protect each other in this courtroom right now? Um, yes. They're right in front of you. That's
3: right. We may all be doomed.
4: You may all be doomed. I'm not human, remember?
2: Yes, but you're in Anne's head. If she dies, you die.
4: Oh, right. Yeah, we're all doomed. But at least we'll leave good-looking corpses, right?
5: (laughs) Now, stealing cultural artifacts, well, there's no excusing that. It is a practice that humanity has largely abandoned in this modern age. Now, Marilla did leave Matthew pinned down in that cave for a very long time. And conversely, Matthew ate all of Marilla's snacks. Both are equally bad, but uh, you may have noticed, Santa, your honor, that both made sure to apologize and make amends. Each saw the hurt they had caused, and then they did something very human. They put in the work and made it right. The capacity for love and forgiveness is what makes us humans worth keeping around. Case closed, court adjourned, Your Honor. Hmm.
6: Well, Gilbot, you certainly have given Santa a lot to consider. I will deliberate with myself in my holiday chambers and deliver my verdict shortly.
2: Hoo-hoo, away I go! This whole trial is a sham.
5: Silly Marilly, a trial is not a decorative pillowcase. Ha, ha,
2: ha. Don't you ever call me Silly Marilly ever again. Got that?
3: Okay. Do you think Santa will be in there long? Wherever there is
6: after speaking with the other members of the Santa Continuum, we have reached a decision.
3: And what is it?
6: Santa was pausing for dramatic effect. I'm a real showman, you know.
3: Oh, I told them that earlier. I
6: know. We have decided humanity is odd but may not be as flawed as we first thought. We believe you warrant further study to make a sound decision. For now, all humans will continue to exist.
3: (laughs) Good. Thank you, Santa. You won't regret it.
6: Why are you
4: thanking him?
3: Just thank the nice, all-powerful space being, okay?
4: Oh, yeah, I get you. Thanks, Santa.
5: Yes, thank you. I love you, Santa. And for future reference, we humans respond better to a a softer touch. Complete obliteration comes on a bit too strongly. Ho, ho, noted. You aren't entirely off the hook, though.
6: Santa will pop his head in from time to time to see whether you're being naughty or nice. Now... To make sure there aren't any hard feelings, Santa is going to give you each a special Christmas surprise.
2: Oh, a voucher for a lifetime supply of Eucharisps.
5: Oh, wow! Well, a box of old comic books and bubble gum. It's exactly what every human boy wants. Human, like me, Gilbot. Oh, a new
6: lab coat. I'm a simple man.
3: A space suit with puffy sleeves? Oh my God, I love it!
6: Ho, ho, ho! And I didn't want to leave you out, Diana. Take a look inside your applications folder. No way! The latest Maccabee antivirus. Thank you, Santa! Ho, ho, ho! ho. You're welcome! Happy Space Hanukkah. Now, with a finger laid aside my nose, I'll give a nod. And through the cosmos I goes. Hoo-hoo-hoo.
3: See you around Hoo-hoo-hoo. Well, thank goodness that's over. Are
5: you OK, Gilbot?: I guess so. Santa was not exactly who I thought he would be. He was kind of mean to humanity which I took offense to because I am a human boy. This. This is exactly
2: why no one should
5: ever believe in
2: Santa.
1: And there you have it, folks. Join us next time for our regularly scheduled end of the Green Planet. Merry Christmas! (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh oh my goodness wasn't that uh wasn't that fun um thank you again so much for tuning in uh that's our final uh christmas in march in june uh episode uh you know hopefully we'll be back with some more holiday tales next year we'll, we'll see we're still trying to figure out the logistics of how to uh, keep the wheels on this this here funky wagon um Anyways, uh, thank you so much for tuning in uh, to Anne of the Green Planet. Are you there, Santa? It's me, Gilbot. Uh, This one featured the voice talents of Cassinda Bulger as Anne Trades, Marley Trey Carton as Dr. Marilla Cuthbert, me, Sam McDonald as Dr. Matthew Cuthbert, and Santa, Dylan Miller as Diana, Sam White as Gilbot, Graham Putnam as Filgar, Ryan Gallant as the announcer. Fully in live sound effects by Ali Rawling. An extra, super special thank you to Country Music Dynamo, uh, Lawrence Maxwell, for providing Gilbot's beautiful singing voice. That was just an absolute treat to have him come in uh, and do that for us. So thank you so much. Check out uh, his new album uh, and... Uh, you know what? Check out all of his albums. Uh, look them up on Spotify, uh, anywhere music is found. Um, anyways, that's about it for this week. Uh, we'll be back in about two weeks' time with a, a regular Amazing Tale. Uh, yeah. Remember to give us a, a a five-star review on iTunes and follow and subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice. And uh, you can check us out on Facebook at, appropriately enough, Amazing Tales of the Atlantic. And you can, uh, if you want to follow me, I'm Sam, The Awful Falafel on Instagram. Uh, And hey, if you ever want to know what what I'm playing recently, you can check me out on Twitch at The Awful Falafel, all one word. And uh, yeah, anyways, folks. Thanks again so much for tuning in, and we'll see you in two weeks with a DDT detective's
5: tale. All right. Mwah.